So we sent Fitz off to uh, Mania to in New Orleans with his uh, media credentials to interview some wrestlers. Uh, we expected it to be like when uh, Marge sent Homer into town to get insurance and that he'd come back with magic beans. But he actually got the, uh, the big dog to talk about the big dog. So uh, excuse the audio quality. It was on a small kind of phone recorder. Did the best to fix it up, but just deal with it. It's only 30 seconds and it's totally worth it. So uh, yeah, here comes the big dog. Here comes the big dog! Firstly, do you have nightmares of Michael Cole shouting, It's the big dog! <laughs> I've literally heard this, like, and people tweet me this all the time. They they despise the way he says it. It's like, I don't know, I'm going to have to sit Cole down and have to talk with you. There's like 10 more people that hate me because of you. <laughs> they tweet me daily because of you. Stop doing whatever you do. No, man, that's that's Michael Cole's job. You know? and that's, that's all a part of, you know, our process. And that's why we have a commentary team to help us explain the story that we're telling and uh, sometimes a part of that story is I'm the big dog you know, <laughs> the big dog Roman Reigns you know the big dog Roman Reigns I'm the big dog, you know, the big dog, Roman Reigns. So welcome to the alleged wrestling podcast. Uh, we're recording on Friday the 13th, so what could possibly go wrong? Uh, here with Nikki, Steve, and the uh, world famous Gordo. <laughs> Worldwide! Worldwide! Gordo, uh, the lads from the Take Two Takedown podcast really took to you. What can I say? People love me. I'm a real people person. Um, yeah, it's quite obvious. Said, it's quite obvious they've never met you in real life. <laughs> well, no. And uh, to be fair, I was debating not even turning on the camera so they couldn't even see me. But <laughs> I figured, fuck it. They even gave me a nice little crotch shot right near the start of it just so they could fucking get the full package. Make so them to feel speak. welcome, you know. Yeah. Um, ah, that was a fucking great laugh, though. Great laugh and top guys. Yeah, we uh, recorded the show, kind of a, a co-show type thing with the lads from Take Two Takedown podcast. Uh, that came out today or maybe last night. I'm not too sure. But uh, check early, that out. Early Friday morning, I believe. Well, yeah. we're in the future, so it happened in the past. That's yeah. true. Um, so you can check them out. It's at Take Two Takedown, and the link will be there. To put us over pretty strong, brother. Brother, brother. Oh, yeah. So uh, I don't remember much of it. I was drunk. So. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty hungover that morning we did it. I think it was Tuesday, was it? It was, yeah. I was oh. the only sober one. Describe. I was on an airplane. <laughs> Talk about the biggest thing this week. This whole, is it a work, is it not, with Rusev? Um, Steve, I think you put a poll up there on uh, at 2-Bit Wrestling about this. Indeed, on the official Twitter account of 2-Bit Wrestling, we have an ongoing poll where the people have spoken so far and believe that it's all a work. They think that Rusev mania is going to run wild, brother. But just to go back, um, Rusev was booked to face the taker at this greatest Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia in a casket match. 
and that was changed to my boy Jericho and that kind of set the internet on fire and then he changed his I think he removed his name from his Twitter profile and all that and I was kind of on the fence because there was the room you know the rumors were out for a while he asked for his release and all that and then he was pinned by Jinder and then beaten again and then I saw someone sent a screen grab of Lana and WWE retweeted what she said and I was like it's a work so that was case closed for me Oh, it's definitely worked. Like that—that's the reason that they gave for changing it is because Lana made them change it. Mm. Um, but yeah, he also—I love the fact that on his Instagram account, he—he he has an email if you want to book him. Ah, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah. So where where is where is it leading to though? Him winning the, the greatest Royal Rumble. Winning the Rumble. Winning yeah. the greatest Royal Rumble and What's getting the... all the glory that comes with that and nothing else because they still said what what the winner gets. Uh, you, get, believe... uh, you get five virgins. <laughs> uh, 72, yeah. 72 versions is that not it just no, no, that's a different 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 cry different thing nicky different thing yeah. <laughs> don't, don't mention the war yeah, yeah, yeah. you would have to do a, a massive matcha kick to get our match kit. <laughs> um but yeah it's it's a strange one uh steve this is something i want to ask you about <clears throat> considering you were there in new orleans mm-hmm. um Rusev Day from everyone on Twitter and all the podcasters that were talking about it was the most over thing. It was like New Day when I was in Dallas. Mm-hmm. It was huge. Except in Dallas, when New Day came out, the place erupted. Whereas mm-hmm. with Rusev, it didn't sound that way. So I'm wondering, how was it in the arena? And maybe the mics were turned down. Because he didn't seem like the most over guy there. No, definitely was. Um most over person uh probably not i'd say taker probably took that just for i don't know if you call it a surprise value the but, taker um, up but the, yeah the take up, yeah the but like even all the way through like the pre-show and before the pre-show insert comment here from steve fuck the pre-show, fuck the pre-show. um <laughs> it was all rusev day chance um even like walking up to the arena there was rusev day chance from the crowd in access there was rusev day chance the whole time NXT, there was Rusev Day chance. They were all over. Even at fucking Hall of Fame, there was a small few Rusev Day chance as well. It was the most over movement of the entire weekend. So it's safe to say the mics were down then. <clears throat> Again, I haven't watched it back, so I can't really say for sure. But if you're saying that it didn't come true clearly enough that it was loud, then it must have been turned down. Yeah, I don't know, lads. What do you reckon? It didn't sound that big to me. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. No, it, it definitely didn't sound as big even as it was at the likes of TakeOver and everything. Um, as well, when it gets to SmackDown this week, um, I don't know if you saw the whole drama about what's going on in their YouTube channel. When no. Paige announces the main event for SmackDown, a giant Rusev Day chant breaks out. Then she hesitates, she goes for it again, and an AJ Styles chant breaks out. They've actually spliced that together. So the AJ Styles chant is actually dubbed over where you ah. see everyone chanting for Rusev Day. <laughs> so it's only on YouTube. Obviously, you can go back and watch it all live again. It's all it's all there and all its glory. But it, literally, as soon as she goes for so who's Daniel Bryan going to face? Where there's supposed to be a Rusev Day chant, you see the crowd all chanting Rusev Day, but you hear AJ Styles. Oh, for <laughs> fuck's sake. Yeah, because that was the opener, and I, I, it was like they got themselves in a bit of a, a problem there straight away, going, uh, please chant AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, no, you, you got it wrong. Try it again. There yes, we go. the page for fucking getting taken to that, though. Try to get them to go again, because I think the crowd obviously figured, okay, 
what else could we get that would be awesome? Like, oh, fuck yeah, AJ, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was quick thinking to go again. But um, yeah, their, their YouTube, eh, not so much. Well, it does speak to a kind of um, a larger point about people getting over when they don't want them to. Because clearly Rusev has been kept down for a little while. They've been ignoring this sort of stuff. It's like Zack Ryder and Ziggler and we've had a few others that got over Damien Sandow for a while mm-hmm. where they hadn't planned for it. Therefore, it must be stopped. It's the strangest thing. I don't it's, get it. Especially when they, you know, jump on the merch piggyback as well and release that T-shirt and go into extra production of the T-shirt to capitalize even further on the publicity. Like surely someone somewhere needs to cop on and say, OK, clearly their merch sales are ridiculously high. Clearly their crowd reaction means that he's severely over and even taking all of that out of out of the context as well as a performer he is at the top of the card so when you've got the trifecta there of crowd overness wrestling ability and merch sales how do you not push him to the hill you're not roman reigns (laughs) some different show it's fine different different shark dead i think it's going the way of punk more of a punk route Insofar as Punk was getting over with the fans, obviously I know the pipe bomb helped a lot as well. To but to a point where they had no choice but not to push him and not to give him what he wanted. I think it's going this way because they realise they're going to be, lose such a merch seller and someone that can actually wrestle. That's why I think it's slightly different to the likes of Ryder and everything. Insofar as this is a guy mm. that the top guys love working with, like Cena's come out and put him over him small few podcasts he's done mm-hmm. triple h has, go, has gone on about how all the guys love working this guy i don't think they're going to want to lose that i think it's as i nearly a punk slash more recently ziggler Even but they're not going to want to de- yeah exactly they're like they're not going to want to lose this guy and the money that he's bringing in so i think it's going that way yeah. and i think that's why they pulled him from this is they're, they're now realizing okay maybe we need to protect this guy not that losing the taker is a bad thing but can we not give him something to build him? And potentially that means winning the oil rumble. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, what it comes down to. That's a good point is that you can't have him lose that match. There's no point putting him in there. So he might win the, as you said, the oil rumble. The, the, the other thing I've been looking at is, okay, if we're to believe what we're being told and that he has asked for his release, etc., etc. I don't see any evidence from watching social, watching TV, watching YouTube, watching what they've been doing that he wants out or that they want out because to be fair, himself and Lana come as a package, really Uh, like they're all, they're, they're retweeting and they're engaging with WWE. They're doing their, their press events or doing their live events or doing everything that's been asked of them. Surely if they were upset with the machine, they'd be revolting against that. They wouldn't be doing all the retweets of the WWE merch that they're doing. So, like you said, with the whole Lana retweeting WWE and, and vice versa, that, that that's it has to be a work. Yeah, no, it was actually the other way around that they had retweeted her. Mm. <clears throat> so that just told me straight away, boom, gone. Yeah, crack is freaked. I like I like not knowing. There's too many things you know, and it, yeah. it's nice to not know something. So, what could be the payoff then? Like, obviously, the the oil rumble, as you're saying, is this thing. Assuming that the winner of that gets a championship match at Money in the Bank or whatever pay-per-view is in May or June, the, what else could we be expecting? Uh, I don't think there, there's any title shot going to come from that unless they announce something this week, but... There has to be something. You can't just win a match uh, promoting as the biggest one ever. Royal Battle Royal. 
You get a trophy for that. <laughs> and you get a little you get, two, you get, get a plot of land that's rich, oil rich. You'll be fine. Yeah, you get two, <laughs> two drums of oil. Two drums I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Carib oil will come along and fill your tank up for you. <laughs> <laughs> and send the invoice to the letterbox. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's I've been a massive fan of his for years and it's it's good to see something finally happening. But mm. yeah, maybe the oil rumble, but it'll have to be I figured that'd be Brian, actually. I didn't think I didn't think he'd be anywhere near it. Oh no, I, I can't see Brian. I think Brian is going to start at the bottom and work his way up. But this could be kind of given back to to Brian after all the screens they screwed him over and rumbles. Uh, yeah, that's true. Have him win the greatest. Mm, no, we have... the biggest, but Debray can win the greatest. <laughs> that'll be the, that'll be classic. Them going. Well, you didn't do anything, but you know he didn't get a title shot. Well, he won the greatest, <laughs> <laughs> and he's got an oil tank full, doesn't he? Rusev <laughs> for money in the Rusev <laughs> for money in the bank. Uh, like you, you could do that, but it depends on like how you want to push him. Money in the bank winners are traditionally not being strongly pushed. If you know what I mean, you, you're getting that shock value, you're getting that kind of surprising cash in, your surprising win. Yeah, it's the they can afford to lose thing because they have the briefcase. Yeah if, yeah, if Rusev is going to get the push that we all hope that he does get, it should be a strong push. And I don't think a money in the bank is is necessarily a strong push. Yeah, good point. I just think the point the pop if they had him like cash in over in the UK or something, where the real hardcore crowd, the pop that he'd get would be fucking insane. Yeah. To be Ziggler esque. Yeah, but okay. Well, if it's um, looking at the flip side of it, if it is not a work, and if it is a case where there is disputes here, he's not part of the oil rumble and whatnot. What could happen for him? Like, what are the options? Should he decide that he wants out? Ring of Honor, New Japan. I want to see him in New Japan. Has a Bulgarian ever took part in New Japan? Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> Just get him there first. Gordo, you are a research guy. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking obscure a thing do you want me to fucking look up? <laughs> All I know is he should hurry up and trademark the name Alexander Machka right now. Yeah. <laughs> What's his real name, actually? Uh, Miroslav Latchkiev yeah. or something like Ruslav. that? Ruslav. Ruslav. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> Slap day. I think you should just go with Tong Po, what he's called on a pup down down. That's a great name. <laughs> um, uh, he would be absolute money outside of WWE. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be a draw. Um I, I just Rusev and Okada. I just that I want to see that. Rusev and Kenny Omega. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Good times. Speaking of new faces. Segways. <laughs> Uh, this week's call or this year's call-ups we'll say Postmania Ember Moon Authors of Pain No Way Jose God knows why uh, The Iconic <laughs> Duo uh, but also we had Lashley and Joe return and, and Jeff. Jeff Hardy and Jeff Hardy I forgot I knew I forgot one so yeah that happened <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon we'll get any more at the thing next week I think there'll be at least one big call-up from the the shake-up. Yeah, I think they like they would like they did it with Balor, where he was just drafted. But that was a dra- see. That's the draft though. That was a little different. I I think they should just do a full redraft every year in the shake-up shit. Yep. It's, it's or at least every two years. Like since hmm. the initial draft, which was what two years ago, 
Yeah. There's been one shakeup and now another shakeup happening. Well, I miss the, what they should be. They haven't been doing any trades. I think trades would be a great way to do things. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it'd be perfect. I don't know why they haven't done, you know, one person here, one person there. Like, yeah. like they teased with uh, Sami Zayn that time. Eva <laughs> Marie. That was brilliant. A, a uh, talent, or what was it? A person of equal talent. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good point, though, because at least if you have the trades, it keeps you open to uh, talent moving all, of t- all, all year. So if yeah. something's not working out or you wanted to move AJ to Raw for whatever reason, boom, major trade. But then you also need to kind of... Uh, it then also dilutes the the separation as well, uh, or it could reinforce it and um, add extra importance to trades. Yeah. So if you do them right, it could actually enhance the value of everything. I think so. Like if you had a, a trade there, like um, say a bigger guy like Rusev traded over and then Balor in exchange, nobody feels let down either way. Mm. You know, a smaller guy in a, on a, a show more suited to him, like SmackDown. You could do little. That's just one off the top of my head, but there's obviously better examples. Isn't that the whole idea of the superstar shakeup? Those that that's what they do ba- in the background is that the two ma- general managers do a bunch of trades. That's what the shakeup that, is. That's yeah, what we it's don't, supposed to be. We don't get to see that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We don't get the visual spectacle yeah. that it is, mm. and it only happens once a year. I kind of, like, I, I kind of. Sorry, go on ahead. I said I miss the old win a match and your show gets a superstar like they used to do. There was like yeah. a, a big thing on screen. <laughs> I do the draft. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jim Ross was going to SmackDown. It was like, what? We're wasting a fucking pick on this, are we? All right. <laughs> then they got like the supplemental draft on the website. Then, like yeah. two days later, where all the, the lesser guys were moving, but it made you want to go on the website. So it drove traffic to them. Like, no, oh, those are logic. logic. <laughs> um, the, I don't want to talk about the iconic duo yet because we kind of cover that later on. Um, AOP, I think, is going to be huge on Raw if they stay on Raw. That's the the thing with AOPs. Now they've lost their ma- their mouthpiece. Are they strong enough promos themselves to keep everything going? As NXT this week proved, I think not. It was only a small promo, but I did not enjoy that at all. No. But you look at the Bludgeon Brothers. You don't need them to talk. Exactly. Let them Just beat people up. Exactly. The Bludgeon Brothers should talk. Harper's fantastic on the yeah, mic. Harper's really good. <laughs> um, but that would eat into their six minutes of action time. <laughs> That's all you need sometimes. I just like to see them guys beat people up until we get a you know a pay per view match um, with. I want to see Benjamin and Gable against AOP. Hmm. It'd be a nice little match. I think Usos AOP would be fucking insane. Yeah. And we'll have a revival AOP potentially all still on Raw. Oh, lovely. Unless you move the revival after they lose next week, but we'll see. Um, Bobby Lashley, Gordo. <laughs> uh, I I would politely request that you get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, harsh. Uh, yeah. So just we, for anyone, we won't be touching much on Raw because we did a post show on Monday night. It's up on the normal place, the SoundCloud, all the, things. all the things, YouTube, the whole lot. So we probably only kind of cover SmackDown stuff here and other topics. But Gordo had an awful rant against Bobby Lashley, and it was glorious. He's just not very good. It was all called for. That's what it was. I'm saying it's. I'm saying it's sober now. He's not good. You're not good. I, I'm still better than him. <laughs> but it did bring up a point that 
I, I have the Miz that I hate irrationally. Gordo has Lashley. Steve has Natty. Nikki, have you learned to hate anyone since we last spoke? No, I haven't, I haven't got anyone yet. It'll come. Oh, it'll come. <laughs> I'll see someone on TV and I'll just be like, fuck that guy. <laughs> I, I never I liked it. it. But it's him. <laughs> okay, Nikki, your thoughts on Scott Steiner? Uh, He's back now. I don't hate him enough to to be my, my hatred, you know. Uh, he's saving enough for something good. Yeah, I'll get something. I'll get something. I'll think of someone for you. I'll think of someone. <laughs> um, the open of SmackDown, Shane comes out and he thanks everyone for many a week and all that, if they're still awake. What was it, 21 and a half hours of WWE uh, content in five days? Craziness. Um, not including access. Exactly. Uh, but he says that Daniel Bryan has crossed over to a full-time performer role and he's accepted his resignation as the general manager, which you all expected. What we didn't expect was the new general manager of SmackDown. Paige here. Paige here. You didn't leave near long enough gap for that. That's oh, true, yeah. <laughs> yeah had, somebody had to edit that. Why is it? Why did, I don't get it. Uh, uh, <laughs> she does not look good. Hey, people are talking about that. That it worked, mm. but you don't true. think she looks good? No, I do not. Why? You can see the choices she's made has had an effect on her face. It's just the lip fillers. If she gets oh, rid of make, the makeup, set the page. I thought you were going to fat shame the poor girl there, like no. so many online are doing. No, oh, just just drug shame. People <laughs> <laughs> are fat shaming her. What? Yep. What? Exactly. It was covered in one of my exclusive interviews with Paige at uh, WWE WrestleMania weekend. It what? is ridiculous. Yep. Huh. Paige was getting fat shamed. I even saw it on, online myself literally that morning. That makes no sense. I know. Like, that woman she like is ridiculously hot. Drugs make you skinny. Yeah. <laughs> Does not make any sense? I mean, there's so many other things you can make fun of her for. Allegedly. No, no. no, no it's out there. We're pretty safe without the allegedly there. Uh, but... No, like that makes no sense to me. I can understand that uh, for me, it's just those lip fillers are fucking ridiculous. And if she didn't have this bright red, red lipstick, it would, which is emphasizing them even more. That's that's just what makes her look weird at the moment. Ah, yeah. Okay. If it makes her happy, how bad? Oh, yeah. Just wait in the middle of her nose falls out and then it will complete the package. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Harsh. Harsh. Is it? I don't know, is it? Stay classy, Steve. Stay classy. Stay classy. Yeah, someone, someone should have told her that. But, um... <laughs> oh! Ouch. That was uncalled for. Was it? Harsh. Well, whatever. She's never going to hear this. <laughs> She's an avid <clears throat> listener, I'll have you know. <laughs> if she does, if you're out there, please retweet. <laughs> need, need views for money need money for food plus we also hate Del Rio so that's a good that's true yeah, yeah he, he can definitely get fucked yeah he can eat the whole bag of dicks but uh, what's next Usos and New Day had a match um, no rematch no automatic rematch for the Usos is that horrible horrible storyline device finally gone or is it just now because of the shake-up <laughs> next week? I think it's probably just now because of the shake-up. When, they, when the, the people who would have had their automatic rematch clause win anyway and get the rematch, it's kind of... Mm. No, no, void anyway, but it's the same later on with the fucking IC. Or the, yeah, actually, uh, US. You know there you go, yeah, the day before. 
they they said it was still around. Maybe it's a SmackDown thing. I'd I'd like it to be. You know, on on this show, you don't get an automatic rematch. You get one shot. Um, Nakamura's interview. It was it was as good as the TNA line on Raw. Oh my god, perfect. <laughs> Uh, he's interviewed by, was it Renee or whoever? I can't remember. It was, it was yeah. Renee, yeah. Um, he says that AJ, he says that uh, he got too emotional and that he's sorry. And then Renee is like, can you tell me why you attacked AJ? And he says, sorry, no, speak English. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking glorious. So good. I, I love the little wink. The oh, wink when he was like, I don't know what came over me. I'm really sorry. <laughs> wink. <laughs> so good. Uh, so I, good. I love Hiel Nakamura. It's perfect. Yeah, this could be brilliant. Uh, the match itself at Mania was a bit of a letdown. I, don't, I think that's kind of a general consensus. Um, but this this that came out came out of it is going to be even better. Uh, Heel Nakamura is going to be amazing, mm-hmm. and let him go fucking mental. Let him start kicking people all over the place. It's going to be great. And his nut shots, like it's, that's what I'd imagine <laughs> Brock Lesnar type strength. <laughs> <laughs> right in the dick repeatedly. That's good thing AJ's just... got four kids already. Yeah, yeah, he's done. Yep. If he wasn't, um, he is now. As we were saying on Twitter, he shouldn't be called the artist anymore. Just call him the dick assassin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlotte comes out and starts cutting her usual nonsensical, terrible promo. I'm gonna, uh, that's just my feelings on her. She, I, she just should never speak, in my opinion. She's just <laughs> terrible. Or whoever's writing for her is worse, whichever. Mm. But the, uh, I think they're called the Iconics now rather than the Iconics. The Iconics with two eyes because it's a two. Okay. I, I, I kept thinking it was just a typo on all of uh, WWE's social media, but no, that's the way it's supposed to be, two eyes. What's going to happen when someone in NXT has one name? Are they just going to call him nothing when he comes off? Like, they always drop one part of somebody's name. Ricochet, he's fucked. Yeah. It to Ricochet. <laughs> just just <Rick>. Trevor. <laughs> Apparently the, the trademark for Iconic Duo was owned by someone else. That's why they changed it. Okay. It's a clothing, it's a clothing brand. Yeah. Uh, but our way sounds funnier. If you, uh, Ricochet comes up as Trevor. I think it's the way to go. Or just, or just dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the iconic duo or iconics show up, um, put her, her slander on the table, hit her off the ring post, double power bomb, and the commentators did their very worried voice. You know, oh my God, what's going on here? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, crowd chant for Carmelo. I said it even by accident. I meant to say Carmelo there. <laughs> Giving up. I'm just calling her Carmelo. I don't know why it keeps going that way, but it is what it is. But they drag Charlotte lifeless into the ring and then F A B Yes. Carmela hands the briefcase to I can't remember who it was. Mikiota. Capiche. The ref takes Kyoto, yeah. Yeah. He takes ages. Are you sure you want to do this? And we're like, yes, fucking do it. Cash it in for fuck's sake. It went on and on and on. I thought, oh no, she, this is going to cost her the briefcase. But um, she gets the kick and new champ. And apparently, apparently, Mela is money, according to Corey Graves. Is money. True story. Um, one of the lines the Iconics had uh, We are wizards and we'll make your title disappear. Seems pretty ridiculous at the time, but now they did do that. It's true. Love you. A promo that made sense. <laughs> yep. What is this madness? But no, I, I'm delighted they're on SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah. They look great as well. Not just obviously from the fact that they're two very attractive women, but, you know, from a performance point of view, like that was a good looking beatdown. 
Uh, Peyton has two new friends as well, doesn't she? She does. She does, yeah. That's why she was off TV for a while. (laughs) (laughs) She's got her own iconic duo now. Um, Maybe that's where the trademark went. (laughs) 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 Currently licensed by Pornhub. (laughs) Um, Carmella, new champion. Thoughts? It it, It makes sense now to why they let Charlotte beat the streak. I just realized that I said Carmella without saying Carmelo, so I think oh I'll fix it. Oh my God, <laughs> the streak is broken. This... <laughs> <laughs> so that's, yeah, Nikki, that's something I meant to bring up. Uh, ask a loss so that we could have this. Yeah, pretty much. They, it, they see it better to give Charlotte the breaking of the streak than to give Carmella the breaking of the streak. And you can't argue that. No, that's fair enough, but I still say Becky Lynch should have broke the streak. Mm. But someone that needed it. But, um, I don't know. Carmella. I think you, you could have had both. You could have had Asuka retain the streak and Carmelo cash in on Charlotte at Mania. Everyone could have had everything they wanted. That's just a thought for me, though. Well, how, how, would she, how would she cash in? Yeah. So instead of Asuka using the Asuka lock to win, she could have used the Asuka kick and knocked Charlotte out. Oh, and then in the middle of the match, she comes in. No, even just a one, two, three, and then all of a sudden Carmella appears from behind the commentator stable or the fucking timekeeper area, and almost straight away, as soon as like the match is over, she's there with a ref ready to go. But then, but then, ask it be champion. Ask, yeah, that's a very valid point. <laughs> <laughs> Ball back. <laughs> I think unless it was like a countdown or something. No, that would never have worked. They could have done it in a way that. God damn my feelings. Now that I think about it. Uh, you'd have the asterisks over the streak more than the streak being gone, but that's almost worse. If I, I was going to say that Carmella, you know, they'd have some big spot in the ring and they're both beat up. Do the Rollins. Carmella comes in and, yeah, do a Rollins on it. But then you'd have the asterisks, and I don't like that. I'd rather no. be gone rather than that shit. But... She already had one asterisk from Eva Marie in the Battle Royal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, yeah. this way, now feuds are properly open for Asuka. It's not every time you see an Asuka match, you know Asuka's going to win. At least now it's, you can do something with her. I am surprised we didn't see her on Raw, though. Mm. Was she on any show this week? Nope. No. And that was one of the things that I actually thought was quite bizarre from the shows. There were both very good shows, Raw and SmackDown. But like we didn't get Braun Strowman in the ring. We didn't get Asuka out. You know, there was a lot of characters we didn't actually get to see that probably would have enhanced the, the Raw after Mania or the SmackDown after Mania that I think they held back because of the fear of the show being hijacked somehow. Um, but also, like, Strowman had to go and have a few pints uh, with his tag team partner before he went off to a different territory. <laughs> he made a couple of pints of milk. And, and you couldn't have had all those people on because you need to make room for, you know, a Slater and Reiner tag match. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was a lot of stuff that took a long time. <laughs> but I think they're saving some people maybe for next week. And as right. we keep saying, I don't need to see everyone every week. That's it. Like, I'd rather some people no. hang off. But it's the Raw after Mania. Like, you should have had a Braun Strowman spot in front of that crowd. Did he not do something? I... He had the bit with Nicholas backstage in the hall and he's in the fourth grade. No, <laughs> Which was this so. absolutely yeah. brilliant spot. That. Yeah. We didn't have the bar out in front of the ring either, so we didn't get to do our Seamus and Cesaro chance. Mm. You know, there was, there was a good few. I think they probably kept Cesaro off because of the beach ball, possibly. Um, <laughs> mm surfacing but uh, I don't know I just I just felt a little bit underwhelmed at the Raw after Mania I thought it was a very good show and there was parts of it that were exceptionally good but I still think there's a thought they were just holding back 
for fear that the show would be hijacked. Oh, it was a hell of a lot better than the one I was at. My God. We'd end zone cast debut, that was about it. And that was a great debut, but... Speaking of which, cast didn't come back, even though he's cleared. Oh, I, I think he was just getting drafted. Yeah, yeah. 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 205. And is Ambrose cleared? I don't or think he's not yet. To be cleared or something. He's not on the tour. So they're not, he's not coming on the tour, so I don't know if he's going to be back until they come back. Are you sure he doesn't just appear in the Oil Rumble? It's possible. When's that? That's the end of months. No, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I doubt it, because if he's not going to do the European tour, what, two weeks after the Oil Rumble, then he's hardly going to be in the Oil Rumble. True, true. My timelines are all over the place. <laughs> um, but are you ready? Are you pumped? It's the most exciting bit of the whole thing. Oh. The US title picture. Uh. <laughs> Get fucked. <laughs> so, WrestleMania ends and with On SmackDown, we still have the segment where two of Rude, Jinder, or Orton have a match and the other one sits beside the commentary desk. Like that happened for three weeks before Mania and it happened a week after. So the torture continues. But at least Rusev was here. So I think it was Orton versus Rusev versus Rude, which Orton wins. Which means he faced the champion at Backlash. Which <laughs> happens to be Jinder Mahal. My fucking God. An exact rematch of last year's Backlash when, no, yeah. oh, what happened? Always oh, Jinder won the fucking title. So, <sighs> I reckon that's why they're doing it, just to call back to last year. It's the only reason they do it. They, they surely know the fans don't want this at this point. But, like, there was pay-per-views that they couldn't fill the arenas because of this feud. Yeah. At least it's not the feud for the WWE title anymore. It's for the US. But still... That doesn't make it any better or worse. Uh, it's still... I, I, regardless of any title being on it, why are this... Jinder versus Orton is not exciting in any way. Nobody wants this. Maybe when Rusev wins the, the Oil Rumble, he'll get inserted into this match of Backlash and win the title. Mm. That'll be his reward. Imagine if it was like, you can pick any championship you want. Well, I want my US championship. <laughs> like, you idiot, Rusev. It's like when uh, Caval cashed in his NXT season two winners thing. Oh, it's like, what do you want to do? Uh, I want to face Ziggler. It's like, what? <laughs> you can face the world champion right now, not just the lad that beat you up after you won this match. Oh, I want to face him. Like, There's a guy called Caval. Loki. Loki was Caval. Loki. Okay, I was thinking, was this an allowed Mortal Kombat character? How did they get around trademarks there? It was spelled differently. Oh, it's Cabal, is it? Anyway, never mind. Yes, Cabal is uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember Loki being there. Didn't he say something about TNA or something at the time? And he got sacked. I said he was here. He was there to make an impact. No, I think it was total nonstop action, wasn't it? it was oh yeah. Like See, he described he described his his fighting style as total nonstop action, and said that he was in the WWE to make an impact. Oh, God. In the one in the one promo. Oh Loki. <laughs> Don't grind on him though. Yeah, not, not even for the bands. <laughs> uh, so I kind of my note was post mania WWE. It's a new year, new you. Clearly not fucking Jinder Orton. To steal a phrase from King Comma Ross, new era, same old shit. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Jinder and Orton, fucking hell! <laughs> they don't learn anything. They're just they cannot help. Put it on the pre-show. You have to watch it. Well, I'm hoping so, but they're not going to put Orton on the pre-show. That's the problem. It's a Geo brand pay-per-view, which is going to be a lot of matches. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. So it'll probably fucking be the piss break match, actually. It'll probably be the one after. How are they going to do this? Are they going to defend both world titles every time? I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd say they might do 
There well, will if, be if Lesnar still champion, they fucking will be anyway. Mm. But we'll say if we'll say when whenever. I I assume I think Roman's winning the title at the the Oil Rumble. Oh, I think so too. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> but um, anyway. yeah, I, I it would make sense if they alternated it, but I don't see them doing it. I don't see them just throwing as matches after matches every every month. Yeah. Ah oh, well. Um, good thing though we had AJ versus Daniel Bryan on SmackDown this week, which was a great match. Uh, so we had the, as I said, they give and they take away. We had the Rusev Orton Jinder thing as the takeaway, and then AJ and Brian as the give. Um, AJ before the match said he doesn't need an apology from Nakamura. He says if he sees him, he'll just put his fist down his throat. I was like, whoa, it's a bit much. Relax, only wrestling, <laughs> only kill the man. Um, so the finish well, was him in the dick, Steve. Oh, it's true. The, or didn't get him. Low blow them. Yeah. What, what do in you call the dick? Uh, Right, the forearm to the dick, up, yeah. up, raising forearm like bicep to the dick, to the dick. Yeah, right in the gooch, rising forearm smash. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Cesaro do that to a midget. You know the European the uppercut he does. He sends the midget up in the air with a nut shot. <laughs> Just bring back whatever that little guy's name was. The guy with the horns. What was his name? Torito. Torito. Yeah, El Torito. El Torito. Yeah. El Torito. It's the uppercut from Cesaro, right in the nuts. Be brilliant. <laughs> Need more midget matches. That's what I think. It's the way forward. Anyway. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I can say words. It's fine. It's inclusive. Uh, We're including inclusive. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Small people and whatever their yes. official PC. <laughs> you want everyone to get punched in the dick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the so finish was for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what about a cunt punt? Oh, drop the big C word. <laughs> hey, if we're going there, I'm going all out. <laughs> we're all in. Uh, I don't know if I'll be all in after that. <laughs> uh, the finish was the two of them on the top rope looking what was probably going to be a superplex. AJ reverses it and lands on Daniel Bryan's head. And then Daniel sells the head. Nakamura appears. <clears throat> Clear my throat so I can say this word again. The Kinshasa, yes. Struggle with that word. Struggle with that word. But he hits that on Daniel Bryan, and then we have the nut shot heard around the world again after another Kinshasa and another nut shot. So Nakamura is a dirty, dirty bastard man. What a cunt! What a cunt! <laughs> but yeah, no, Nakamura heel is fantastic. I love it. Yeah, yeah, we discussed it already, I suppose, yeah. but um. Great match. Uh, I assume Daniel Bryan goes to Raw. The money show? Yeah. Him Which means... Uh, do you have no. D. Uh, Bryan Roman on the same show this early in the year, though? Mm. Oh, yeah. What about poor Roman? He can't have Daniel Bryan anywhere near him. No, I think, I think Miz is going to SmackDown, but I also think potentially we could see Triple Threat for the title at Backlash. Mm. Yeah, I reckon we'd probably That's get where that. Nakamura takes mm. off AJ potentially, then setting up. Obviously, AJ will probably get his rematch, but we'll have Nakamura or we'll have Brian and Miz after Backlash. Then, mm. am I the only one on Earth that has no interest in seeing Daniel Bryan versus the Miz? Yes, yes, really. What in building for two years? How though? I don't. Talking he does smack. talking smack. Just that segment alone deserves a feud. People don't remember two weeks ago. How do they remember this much of a thing? I just, I, I don't remember. know. He's I know. been doing the it kicks. I know. I just, let your hatred for the Miz evaporate. Just it's watch, not... watch Raw, our WWE 24 
special on Raw 25. I, I think, did. And I nearly puked. I watched what? it last night. What, like, I forgot that's out. Oh my God. It was God, a great show. Sure. It was fantastic. Everyone loved it. The crowd were cheering all night. It was amazing. The yeah, crowd it, loved The Miz. Why was that, Steve? Why did the because crowd Because they appreciate his talent and his commitment oh, to the cause. Okay, yeah, that's what it was. That was Nothing to do with anything else. No, it definitely wasn't. <laughs> Let's move along swiftly. <laughs> no, I, I, do, I do believe that part, though, that the, the, the fans that were there would appreciate The Miz anyway, regardless. But because the giant puppy got was nothing to do with the Miz appearing on the show. Well, sorry, it was exactly to do with the Miz appearing on the show because <laughs> they got to see something, anything that night. Did they ever find out what they did? Did they refund them? I from so. the Barclay, or what was it, the Manhattan Center? No, 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 no. Oh, they jipped those fans that night. My God. Fucking smarky cunts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right like, having a bad time? Well, Bray Wyatt just beat Walking Matt Hardy. Have that. <laughs> Don't worry, uh, DX and the and the ex Bullet Club are going to too sweet at the end and have no match. <laughs> See you later, folks. <laughs> uh, Didn't Rollins have a match at the end though? I think after everything ended up. I'm not sure. I'm not yeah, sure. Rollins had a match with Miz after the show. Oh, okay. Um. So we wanted to talk about the. We are in Bizarro Week. Where um, oh, how many times did they mention this combination of words? So Bizarro, booze, cheers, heels, faces. Blah. So just I thought it was three cats words. Three yeah. words. The the top of each show they do this thing where it's uh, just to let everyone know uh, the the they this crowd are international and they're basically they're all drunk and they cheer the people they normally boo and boo the people they normally cheer except for Roman Reigns. Except for yeah. And that, that's like, okay, do you not want to go with that? It's basically telling people at home, don't worry about these people. You know, the, the, the next week it'll be back to normal and nobody will be cheering and they'll be sl- somewhat doing what we expect them to do. But how does that come across for the NXT guys that come up? Everyone goes crazy for the NXT people. Mm. Is that telling the casuals, the filthy casuals, oh, fuck those people. You know, it's like, <laughs> that, everyone hates Ember Moon. They normally boo her. They normally <laughs> boo these, you know, like. So, in effect, what they're doing is having the, the, the opposite effect for some people that they actually want. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's a line that JBL came up with like three years ago, and it was stupid then, it's still fucking stupid now. It's canon yeah. now, though. Yeah. It's, it's a thing that they do. It's, yeah. it's like Real Madrid versus Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that, Fitz. Just like it. Magal, magal, magal. Good lord. Um, but yeah, it's it's insulting. It's just absolutely insulting to keep doing that. Yeah, I was insulted with the the jib from Stephanie that the crowd smelled that night. I'll have you know, I had a shower and I used deodorant and aftershave before I got to that arena that night. So she can get fucked. Did you pull? No. No. <laughs> like, damn it, I wasted some aftershave. <laughs> Never getting that back. Get back to do a podcast with us. Uh, we don't know who was behind. If, if only that hashtag, the fine women who watch wrestling hashtag, was running on Monday night, Fitz would have been all over that. Uh, he was just walking around the arena with his phone up like this. Are you the <laughs> there, there was a reason I was late for that pod, lads. <laughs> Ring rap mania is running wild, brothers. Allegedly. Uh, that was the thing I think the wrestling soup had put up. Um, the, the, the lower card guys are going to use this hashtag to find some new ring rats in different towns. <laughs> Xavier Woods will be delighted. Oh. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler's <laughs> eyes are going to light up. They're going to absolutely light up just like when Steve told me he had audio of the big dog saying, the big, the big 
speaking of the birder, uh, the shakeup next week is a two night event. Uh, do we assume the big dog moves to SmackDown or does he stay on Raw? No, he's staying on Raw. I ain't budging him. Yeah. Um, so, who do you, if I gave you five people, or maybe, maybe say three for now, we'll see if we can stretch it to five. Who who should go to Raw? Who should go to SmackDown? And who should fuck off? Not fuck off. There was the third one I had. Who should stay where they are, essentially? Or get right. fired. Future yeah. endeavored. Yeah. <laughs> well, Balor and the club, the whole club should go to SmackDown. I think that's two picks, we'll say, because the tag yeah. team is one pick. Usos to Raw. I think there's so many possibilities with Usos on Raw. I know they're in the tag match at fucking rather, oil rumble now but i don't give a shit rather than break i also I, with that as well i say big e to raw not the whole new day separate them by doing this you're mad for the breakup of the new day yes i am i want big e to be a big star oh can't they just still be on the same show and big e do it as well i can't have the new day broken up i can't have it see this no. way they don't have a proper breakup it's just one of them gets drafted no to the this is one of my biggest gripes is that you have factions like the New Day or and even like the Baller Club. Why do they not? Why can't you have a faction like you had DX back in the day, where one guy of the faction is running for one belt, a tag team of the faction is running for the tag belts, and you might even have a, another guy like Xbox running for the lower card belt? Why can't you have different guys of the one faction going for different belts? And then like you have my, like you, then you'd have my dream scenario where one faction has all the gold. It's been so long since yes. they've done that. I'd love era. to see something like this, something like that. But they have to. Go, Adam Cole has to go and win the world title for that to happen. But mm. no, I'd lo- I'd love to see a day where you have a heel faction who has all the belts. I used yep. to love when they did that. Yeah. Was the Evolution the last one they did it with? Did they have everything? I see Randy Orton. Uh, title, fair day, tag titles. Yeah, they, and... they did it. Yeah. 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 There you go. So and that was I like when they do stuff like that. I'd love to see that. So yep. yeah, exactly. Why can't Big E go and win the US title or the Intercontinental title? I don't see them being able to book that. That's that's well, the issue. Yeah. That, that that's where the issue comes in. But that's why I think what Nikki's saying about splitting them with a draft would make sense because I don't think they can write it. I think Xavier's Xavier's reaction would be hilarious too if they had a camera on him. <laughs> 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 I have to wrestle. No. <laughs> uh Anyone else then? I think Balor and the club going to SmackDown, I think, is the is the one they should do, which is why they probably won't, but uh, that has to happen. And we were saying we were saying to AJ to Raw before, but now that he's still champ, I don't see them moving the uh, him over when he's champ. Brock Lesnar doesn't know what SmackDown is. Exactly. That's why they're not going to switch the champs. Like. Or they could bring AJ with the belt over to Raw and send the Intercontinental to SmackDown. And let's see how good this <laughs> is then. See let's make it right. a, literally make it a B-show. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? It, it would make it a B-show. You could say it, get rid of the two world titles. I hate two world titles. It should only be one champion, in my opinion. Yep. Make an undisputed match, whatever, and have the IC title be the main title on SmackDown. I wouldn't hate that for a year. Mm. For a year, I, and then you bring it back as a, as we'll say the secondary title, but it's so far up the card. Then it's it's a higher, it's a an elevated title. Also, it's never yeah. going to happen. But I, I wouldn't do, be. Yeah, so what do you do on Raw? Then you've got one belt. We're not going back to the one great show, one great champion shite again. Like no, but you'd have tag titles, US title, and so the, the world US title transfer too. Yeah, and the IC title is no. There'd have to be something. I get that. Um, 
Do you know what it's actually is hmm. missing greatly is a tertiary belt. Hardcore. You know, hardcore European, hmm. some belt that the lower to mid-card guys can fight over. There you go. So you, you, LV, you get rid of 205 Live and you have the Cruiserweight title, the US title and the world title on Raw. And then you have the IC title, the tag titles and the UK title on SmackDown. Hmm. Yeah. Because that, that by by taking a, a tertiary belt like the say the UK or the cruiserweight, it'll actually elevate the upper mid cards to a higher level as well because you're focusing greater emphasis on that belt. So it actually enhances the value of that belt as well and makes the guys fighting for that belt come across better as well. So it actually has a dual impact. Oh, and Nikki is right that it would make it the uh, the B show <clears throat> if there's no world title there. But if you, as I said, I would love to see the Intercontinental title as as the, the be-all and end-all on SmackDown. Yeah, like it is a prestigious belt. It is. I like, love it. Whether we were to listen to The Miz or not, that's irrelevant, to be honest. The history is there. Yeah. Like the Universal Championship has no history. The WWE Championship has had a seriously devalued plus. history. But it has 50-plus years, and that should be the focus of the company. The thing is, yeah. though, that it's been, the history of the title has been a stepping stone title. That's yeah. the way they've always built it. It's the, to get you to the next level. If you're yeah. on a show that you can't get any higher than that, but if you well, can't get any higher, that's the highest you can possibly be. Exactly. Trade to roll. Now you do make it a very much so a, a versus B, but it is A versus B anyway. It's always going to be the B show, regardless. Unless you be old in the fact that it's A versus B, yeah. it's like saying, it's, "Yeah, it's, look, but, you know what? Mm, you want to break them up. Literally, have A B C show. Like if you." Do well on NXT, you get upgraded to SmackDown. If you do well on SmackDown, you get upgraded to Raw. It's like career mode at 2K all over. Yeah, again. yeah. <laughs> but I think they've come too far now where they can. Yeah. If in this new deal that they get with Fox next year, if they go with Fox, it looks like SmackDown is not going to be on, is going to be on F- FS1, FS Sports, sorry. Uh, whereas Raw, the plan is to go on a regular Fox show. They could definitely do it then because then it really is mm. a different, they are separated. Like, it wouldn't be too bad, especially considering they've gotten rid of the the specific brand pay-per-views. So now that you have co-branded pay-per-views, it actually wouldn't be that hard to have an A and a B show because it, effectively the shows don't make any difference anymore. If mm-hmm. if we're not mistaken here, I'm pretty sure what Raw would end up being on free-to-air TV then, which is going to be huge yep. for the viewership, and then SmackDown would still stay behind the cable paywall. Yeah. So if that's the case, you know, at at First, it's going to seem like, oh, what am I paying to watch this show for? You know, you're going to have to have something cool on there. For, yeah. for, eventually, people will forget. But, but Give it the trips and let him book it the way he wants. Oh, exactly. God, Please, God, do that. See, that's my lo- that would be exactly my logic, because we all watch NXT because it's a good show. And, you know, you get to see some great wrestling. Raw can still have it, you know, it's it's circus, it's pantomime, that they all have these characters. Stephanie McMahon's on show five hours a night. You can still do all of that, but then SmackDown, you can have it's the wrestling show, similar to how NXT is. Yep, that's my biggest problem, and that's my biggest takeaway from WrestleMania was that the fact it was a seven hour circus, whereas NXT the night before was a three hour show of pure wrestling. It was fantastic. Yeah, no, I'm all about having uh, SmackDown, that's the way it should be the workers' show, and have the workers. It's never going to happen, but I mean, six months to a year, I'd love to see the, the IC title as the. That's it. This this is what we're going for. This is what we're all here to win. And then eventually yeah. you move it back over and then it's it's built up, brother. But like you look at New Japan and they have it worked out so well. I, I know they don't have the whole, you know, two shows a week kind of a thing. But each belt has a core group of people fighting for that belt. 
And to them, that is the biggest belt that they can win. Mm-hmm. You know, but, they're not looking at one belt like the IC or the Never Open and having one eye on the, the New Japan heavyweight. You know, it's it's constantly focused on the one thing. Yeah, and like even the Intercontinental title in New Japan main evented Wrestle Kingdom a couple of years ago over yeah. the, the, the IG, WG. It was, was it wasn't Anderson. Anderson was in another one, the Kirk and Hall matches for it, wasn't it? But again, yeah. like main evented it. But um, yeah, just even looking at the likes of the Bucks being, yeah, we were in for the junior heavyweight tag titles and that's the be all and end all in new japan for one of the biggest tag teams in the world that the junior tag titles is all they care mm. about that instantly gives so much more prestige just by the fact that the team at this stature is wanting to go for it yeah and it made the most importance then when they came out with the announcement that they were going up to a heavyweight tag division yeah, the relevance like, for that shit. then that attention is now switching to a different belt so you have different yeah. divisions like a ufc style yeah, yep. that's the way it should be. And it sets up good things when you have cross division matches like the whole Okada Osprey match. Yes. It was two champs from two separate divisions who are completely devoted to that one, their, their specific divisions for so long and being the best in that division. Then, okay, these two divisions are going to collide. Yeah. And it added so much more to that match, which was a fucking fantastic match. Mm-hmm. And then, the, like, the flip side of that is you got someone like Zack Sabre Jr., who should be in the junior heavyweight division fighting Okada for this the heavyweight championship and it being plausible and believable because he's a very good wrestler. Yep. So you don't have to be limited. So if you're in a cruiserweight match now, that doesn't mean that you can't be fighting for the heavyweight title or the, the main branded title in six months' time. That's what we said about Neville. Yeah, This yeah. is something, yeah, we've come up with a lot of ideas there. <clears throat> It'd be great to see IC title and all that and everything we've mentioned. But I think what they could do, apart from all the stuff that we thought was cool they will never do, um, can we finally have the cruiserweights face other people, please? Can we just have mm. that to let this division die or this two or five live die? Can we at least have Drew Gulak have a match against someone random? Doesn't have to be the end of the division, but at least let them branch out a little bit. They teased that for a little bit when Ed Golos and all the matches on two or five live. Yeah, they kind of stopped that again. <laughs> when Trips took over, he stopped that again. Trips is his idea for uh, I would just want to see where he's wanting to go fully with it, to be honest. Yeah. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they're not doing another Cruiserweight Classic this year, considering they're doing another May Young. Mm. They're doing another UK as well, though. How many tournaments are they going to have in a year? Yeah, that's true. Mm. They're all they're very different tournaments, though. So you could justifiably have one three months apart. Uh, they are, but I don't think they want to blow their load. I'd say there'll be another Cruiserweight next year. Perhaps, perhaps. Probably not but, enough guys out there that they want to take at the moment. That's what I'm that's thinking. It. Weed out some of the stuff that they have at the moment and then work on recruiting guys for next year and having a, a second one next year to replenish stock, basically. Mm. Um, so we've talked about moves and titles here and there. We, we maybe might touch on a little bit more because we didn't really talk about everyone's picks, but who goes? I mean, we said it three weeks in a row now. That we're at the bursting point here. We've got six new people and a couple of returns and Ambrose and Big Cass and all of them yet to come back. Well, no, one, no one goes until after this Royal Rumble. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and they don't like to fire people anymore. They no. like to let their, run, their contracts run down. They'd rather have people sitting doing nothing so they can collect merch checks. How they still manage to sell merch with people that aren't on TV, I'll never know, but they do it. Um, who's gone? Because they have to get rid of Gordo's misses. No. The world champion. <laughs> I don't think it's happening. She I she's going nowhere anywhere fast. Yeah. I can see I can see Apollo Crews being gone soon. You mean Apollo? 
Just Apollo, whatever the fuck he's called now. Just Apollo. He's, he's already half gone, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm looking through the roster right now just to see who they probably could cut. I still think Slater and Rhino. Yeah. As right. much as I want Slater to be a success, I really like him. I actually think he's underrated in the ring when he's left wrestle. I just think that, yeah, they need to go. Doesn't Slater get the guys ready when they come back, the older guys? It was him, but they also did that with Axel. Yeah. yeah, Taker apparently he he has warm up matches with Taker. Yeah, um, Axel worked Rock for Rock's comeback, and I can't remember who else he worked. Someone else a year or so later. So I think they're saved by that alone. Yeah, I would. Well, I, I wouldn't see Axel going anywhere anytime soon. No, either. he's got legacy. Yeah, I think he's sorted there one way or the other. Um, now, and Kurt, Kurt Hawkins, what about him with his losing gimmick that hasn't been on TV? Him, him and Ryder have been reunited on Raw. Oh yes, I, I would love that. that. Yeah. Um, well. I think one of the two is getting drafted they're being reunited Hawkins at least has a story so I think he's saved alone with that hmm. but like that would be a class tag team like if you're looking at the, the tag team divisions on both shows you could say that they're stacked but I don't really believe that they're stacked I think you've got about three tag teams on both divisions at the minute and we're seeing so many combinations of matches between them all it's actually starting to hurt my head a little bit <laughs> if you could have a tag team like Ryder and Hawkins come back together again I'd be all over that now, have Hawkins built, like, play the losing streak up over the next couple of weeks. Have him lose a match on Raw again. Maybe have him be the one get drafted to SmackDown. Have him lose his first match or two on SmackDown. Have whoever beat him and won the matches jump Ryder the following week. Do something to set up a tag match. And the first match he loses to break the streak is his first match team and back with Ryder. Yes. Hmm. What, would, Ry- you, what would you think about having Edge as coming back as their manager? With him filming Vikings over here, I'm not sure how that would play into it. Yeah. Well, not sure if he could commit to it time-wise. I would love it, because anything to get Edge back on TV, and he's fantastic. Just for him to be there the night that they reform, you know, get the two of them together. Like, hey, guys, <laughs> I got a crazy them. idea. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, that would be fantastic. Like. That would put, him, put the tag team over with the casuals as well, who wouldn't necessarily remember what they were. Yeah. But they, everyone knows Edge, so I think that could be a, a good, solid push. Yeah, you could do like, something like that where they both lost on the pre-show in separate matches or something, and they both bump into each other backstage, and then all of a sudden there's Edge. And you're like, oh, I have an idea for you, type mm-hmm. thing. That'd be good. Exactly, that's money. Yeah. Print it. Um, Ty Dillinger is one I said before that is has nothing going on, is too good to be doing nothing. Set him free. Yeah, let him go on the Indies. Yeah, you can uh, always take him back. He'll come running back. They all do. Yeah. The colognes as well. March, March with Dillinger, yeah. I think, oh, yeah, is going to be the saving point. Hmm. I'd love to see Ziggler go just because I'd love to see him in New Japan. Yeah. Selfishly, I want Ziggler to leave. Yeah. I, he's not going to, though. Hmm. He's got a pretty sweet contract on the table. And he's got a pretty sweet lifestyle with his comedy and all the work that he's doing outside of wrestling as well. So... He's he's got it made right now, so I don't see him doing anything that's going to jeopardize that. No, uh, Foxy, Foxy gone. Yeah, after our I, conversation with I Travis think, Brown, I think she's in trouble. <laughs> I think he's a pretty good ref. <laughs> 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 I see Way. what you did there, but yeah, uh, SmackDown wise, I'd say there's there's a lot of kind of people that aren't used in SmackDown. So I say the Ascension possibly gone, Mike Canellis probably gone, the Colognes probably gone. I can't believe Mike Canales is still there. <laughs> well, well, I think when Maria went off, it was like she was the main part of that gimmick. So, yeah. you mean her legs were? Yes. 
<laughs> they are attached to her. <laughs> By God, I could look at them all day. But then again, do you know what? Uh, whenever they have the kid, they probably, I don't know if they already have oh, they, or whatever. They had, they had it last yeah. So they're not going to get rid of him. So. No. PR. And I think they'll get a second run when she's ready to come back. I think I think they'll try and give it one last go when yeah. she's fit to come back. And then if it flops, then he's gone. But they'll take a shot. Tamina. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, good luck. Natalia. No, she's well, not going still taking on your part, Fitz. Oh, she isn't going anywhere. See, I didn't say the Miz because I'm not stupid, okay? You're just letting <laughs> your emotions. Yeah, and I didn't even say Bobby Lashley, even though that would make sense because <laughs> shit shouldn't have been signed in the first place. No, like, I actually genuinely would be happy to see the back of her, like, not even just from a personal hatred point of view, but she's taken up a spot on the roster that I think someone else would benefit greatly from. Kyrie. Just Kyrie. like Lashley. I ca- I cannot understand this. I don't get it. He's 42. I have never seen him in WWE, so I really can't judge. But I'm intrigued at the possibility of seeing him and Lesnar for the belt. No. Someone beating up Lesnar legitimately. <laughs> you think he's going to beat up Lesnar? That's <laughs> <laughs> the only way he's going to win the belt off Lesnar is the fact that it's going to be him out Lesnaring Lesnar. Oh, he is going to beat him too. Like that's oh, the he is, hundred percent. And like, if they do that well, it could be fantastic. And I, I'm an optimist, lads. Uh, but lads, the most important person that needs to get rid of Dasha Fuentes. Ah, <laughs> oh, Dasha bot. She needs to be decommissioned. <laughs> did you see <laughs> the scrapyard with her? <laughs> did you see her with a fan at Access and a fan holding up a sign? I heart Dasha Fuentes. Uh, oh, she God. has a fan. This just yeah, it's proves, for cooling. It's for cooling. This just proves <laughs> the internet is fucked. Yeah. If there's marks out there on Twitterland that like robots called Dasha Fuentes, then we're all <laughs> fucked. All about Nene and Charlie Caruso. When will people not get it this? Is. It really yeah. is. But Wait, are they different people? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, and thinks they have Kayla Braxton in NXT as well. It was pretty. Is good. that backstage reporter number sixty-two? That, no, that's no, no. That's she's terrible. Get rid of her too. Um, that's, that's, that's you're thinking Kirsty St. Cloud. That's Kirsty St. Cloud, yeah. <laughs> what a name. I think Paige might bump into her in her future life. <laughs> uh, I'm not actually seeing her on the list of no, oh, I'm, I'm down to NXT yet. Never mind. Yeah, you're one, Kayla. She's she's good uh, at doing interviews, but don't mm. ever have her do a ring announcement. Her ring announcement is like, yeah, she's not terrible. The drizzling shits, the, the, the drizzliest. <laughs> Um, but she she seems lovely. She really, she on the pre-show even for takeover. She seemed pretty good even outside with the fans and stuff. So I'd keep her around because she's good at that. But don't ever have her announce. I think uh, Kirsty St. Cloud is gone. She's not on this personnel page. I haven't seen her in around about two months on NXT actually no. either. It's never been all Kayla. So maybe fuck. <laughs> um, you know how they're they're merging the pay per views and all that. What about the live event loops? Are they all merged now as well? No, they're all separate. No. So. Still separate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say if they're emerged, that's like 30 people gone straight away. Just just a thought on the whole. Um... Uh, uh, update. Kirsty St. Cloud was released by WWE on March 16th. Ooh. Ah. So, yeah. So Paige might meet her soon, actually, then. <laughs> oh. uh, but just a thought on the whole thing of the fact that they're merging pay-per-views. What would you make of putting one NXT match on the pre-show as nearly an exhibition thing every fucking pay-per-view? 
I would have every pay-per-view in NXT anyway. Well, yeah. yeah. But just as a case of trying to get more viewers on the product, giving these guys exposure of being in these arenas and around the backstage atmosphere of being at one of them. It might do no harm. Even if it's not like your champ, even if it's two like your middle middle of the road guys, even doing like a tag match if Fish and O'Reilly were both still healthy. Match, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't never have to be a title on the line or anything. Just here's two guys from NXT. You can catch them on Wednesday night on the network. Bang, done. I think you could do um do you know the new title, the North American title. Yep. Every pay per view where there's not a takeover, so that's like probably what eight of them. Yeah, have that defended on the pre-show. Yeah, it could work. Establish the new title. Yeah, especially considering all the pay per views will be in North America anyway. Yep. And I, I might even watch the last few minutes of the pre-show if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one extra not allowed. Viewer. Not allowed. That's one extra viewer, you know. That's money on the table for you there, yeah. lads. Uh, <laughs> that's just you can scream Adam Cole, baby, at every five minutes. Like. Adam Cole? Baby. Baby. <laughs> but uh, all of this will be for naught because uh, they're not getting rid of anyone until uh, after the 50-man oil rumble. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, the card is better than Mania. I'm more yeah. looking forward to this than Mania. I- I'm more intrigued on what's they're going to do with this than our other mania. Like, yeah. it won't be seven hours either. There's not a chance in hell they're going to make this seven it's hours. It's five hour. Five hours. Five hour show, uh, not including pre show. How long is the pre show? Six? Don't know. <laughs> I can't imagine. Pre-show. I can't imagine there'll be much of a pre show for this. Yeah. Because uh, the pre show won't be any. women. <laughs> exactly. I was going to ask that. <laughs> so there's no women on the card at all in a match capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bit of backlash online about this, saying that WWE should have boycotted because of that. Obviously, if you go into a foreign country, you have to respect their cultures. Uh, I don't want to say rules because money. rules <laughs> money. thing. But money. Oil drums. Oil drums. Oil drums. Like. Is it, in, is it in bad taste that this is happening at this stage of world development and all that? Or It's probably it, a does, bit bad taste that they're bigging it up so much because of I was just looking down. There's nobody with a manager there, a female manager. I was like, what happens there? I don't think there's anyone there. Casket. No, there's nobody there with a female. I was like, fuck. Because that would really hang them out to dry if that was the case. That's I mean, say, say Lana was with Rusev and then Lana wasn't there or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure Greg would be doing the ring announcing. So, Greg doing the ring announcing backstage reporting interviews. Everything. <laughs> Greg's going to be everywhere. Oh my God! Booker T's Mike hosting Rome. the pre-show. Mike Rome will be around. Oh. I'm watching the pre-show. Is have to do it? Is it Mike or is it Tom? I'm going to say though with all this thing, they've done something similar with Dubai, where they've been doing shows there for four or five years, and only this year did they have the first women's match there. But no. none of them were advertised like this, and they weren't. They weren't. Anymore. They weren't. But it's it's a case that they're getting their foot in the door, mm-hmm. and I think when you're going into something that's a completely new market and they're really trying to push the market, you don't piss them off as soon as you're stepping in the door by making ridiculous, like not ridiculous demands, but making like this is where we're going to be. We're going to call all the shots. You can't do that yeah, from I a think, business standpoint if you're breaking yeah. it in. I think maybe first year, maybe because uh, this is a 10 year partnership. 10 years. This is all part of a 10 year strategic thing they have going, Jesus. apparently, for broadcasting rights and everything. So, from a businessy standpoint, if you're getting a 10 year deal, 
And if that's what your takeaway is, is you have to not have this maybe for the first couple of years, unfortunately, you're going to have to go with it. It's too big one. of a... No, I was going to say it's too big of a money opportunity for them to pass up from a purely business standpoint. And I do think two, three years into it, like they don't want to do buy deal, that's when they'll start saying, well, look, this is a key part of our product that we're not getting the showcase. We have to go with this. And at the end of the day, if this is part of a broadcasting thing as well, are they going to splice out the women's matches every week? Oh, I never thought of that. Well, the... Uh... If it's on TV, I, I'm sure there's women on TV over there. But like, I assume Not just the live events. Yeah, but that's what I mean. But that's what I mean. It's a case of if they're going to be showing it, then eventually after a year or two, you can be like, well, this is a case of this is a part of our product that's being shown on TV every week. Yep. But every time we're working a show, it's not on it. Why can't we show this? And that's giving them a bit of leverage that they can try and work it. Mm-hmm. And then they can do the thing like they did in Dubai with the different gear and all that sort of yeah. stuff that covers up skin and all yeah. that shit. Special Banks is Power Ranger uniform. But yeah. I don't know if Saudi Arabia is developed to the same capacity as what the United Arab Emirates oh, is. Not, not anyway. So I'd be very skeptical of any change to include women's matches even within 10 years. What if they just fucking did it? In the middle of the show, <laughs> it was supposed to be. We'll say the casket matches up next, and then Bliss. Have you <laughs> not heard of how Saudi Arabia deal with these sort of issues? It involves death. <laughs> it's not a case of oh, you won't be back next year, boys. You're barred. No, no, they take you out back and shoot you. Mm-hmm. No, that won't be happening. Allegedly. Also, what? though, what about uh, Rainbow Balor? Oh, nope. God, yeah. I'm not a like chance. Him. Not a chance he's going to be Rainbow Balor. Well, Balor Club is not for everyone in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah, um, full, full black gear. Yep. Yep. No one else touching that one. <laughs> uh, move on. Hey. Let's just keep moving. Um, but yeah, I think all the titles, <laughs> bar the women's ones, are being defended. Uh, it, the card is mental. So the unannounced ones so far, we know the Cruiserweight will be there. Cedric versus to be announced. US Jinder versus to be announced. And AJ versus to be announced for the WWE title. But Cruiserweight, is that Buddy Murphy? Cedric versus Buddy Murphy. It's, 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 it'll, the thing with, with all the build-ups right now, you don't know whether they're going to build it up for this or whether they're going to build it up for Backlash. So it's kind of... Because they're so close together, it's, it's hard to tell what way they're going to go with who's facing who where. Yeah, fair point. Well, the Cedric Murphy's going to be ridiculous whenever they do it. Oh, Cannot yeah. wait for that match. He's like, like a when... little Kenny Omega for them. <laughs> <laughs> He's stealing all his moves and his gear. <laughs> You've got the SmackDown tag team titles, uh, Bludgeon Brothers versus Usos. So I assume Bludgeon continue the reign. I One would assume. Yeah. Well, we'll do predictions next week. I actually thought it was next week, so that's why I added on here. But I suppose we'll do our proper predictions next week. Yeah, we'll probably know the card a bit better as well. Yeah. Uh, the big one was the Jericho. We talked about it already. Jericho has uh, jumped into that, jumping into the casket for Rusev. <laughs> That'll be an interesting match now. Jericho and Taker in a casket match. Yeah. But I suppose Jericho keeps saying he won't come back for anything. 
but you know, as in it has to be something cool. He's not going to come back from a spot in the battle royal or whatever. And this is pretty cool. Although he was coming, originally coming back for a spot at a fifty bad rumble. Yeah, <laughs> which was which was kind of cool as well. So I say Jericho should win it and bury the taker. No. Yes, Taker, let's do no. that. <laughs> That's that <laughs> really good for his impending feud with Naito. <laughs> Naito! Naito! Kitty! Kitty! Cena and Trips. I, I don't know if I'm looking forward to that. that that's that's, that's that. for the moment. That's just for the moment more yeah. than anything. That's not even for a match. I wonder is uh, Trips going to take out the old shovel? Yes, sir. He wins Cena's, on all these things. Yeah, Cena's, but, on, Cena's on a losing streak anyway. He's lost lots lately. Yeah. A lot of sand to bury people in there. there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Gordo, what are you drinking there? The deserts. <laughs> uh, this is nothing but pure water in this ridiculously large bottle. Uh, pure fucking vodka, I'd say. <laughs> no, I can't do of, that. You can fit a lot of vodka in there, Gordo. Just saying. Not to last me one night. <laughs> um, and yeah. the most important thing about this greatest Royal Rumble event is that it happens at five o'clock our time. Does it? It does. Yep. I thought it was midnight. No, it starts at 5 p.m. Yeah, it starts at 12 p.m. Eastern time. So it's midday Eastern time and it's five o'clock our time. Whoop, whoop. I must have looked at the wrong time zone or whatever. It's five o'clock. Interesting. Yeah. So on a Friday, so we'll be recording as the show goes on. So we'll have to do uh, a Thursday. Then. We'll do a Thursday pod that week, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, literally, get out of work early, home, tss, cans, drink, drink, drink. Yeah, I'm finished at four o'clock. All right. Post show? I'm, I'm going to try and get out. Yeah, I definitely am well up for a post show. Yeah. yeah. I'll be in a constant state of inebriation. This could be the drunkest one yet. I will be trolleyed. <laughs> I, I, I just, it, it, the greatest podcast. <laughs> uh, I've uh, I'll three that. So. To our American friends, here's a new word for you: transmoglified. <laughs> uh, what does it mean? Pished as a fart. I, uh, I don't have anything else. I have one more thing. Oh. WWE now the same amount of five star matches this year as New Japan do. What? Actually, Lars, well, Lars Sullivan was in a five star match. <laughs> NXT have the same well, number yes. of five star matches as New Japan. They're all all three are NXT matches, but still, under I'm WWE not giving them to WWE. I'm giving them to NXT. Fair enough. You know, if he, if they're saying that people make their debut in WWE when they make the main roster and don't count their NXT runs then they can get fucked if they're going to start. <laughs> it's the Andy Murray scenario here. Andy Murray wins, he's British. Andy Murray loses, he's Scottish. They can get fucked. Well, if, you don't, if you don't like me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Exactly, Gordo. And none of us like you at your best. No, everyone, everyone just fucking hates me anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for diversity purposes. Uh, it's because he was black. <laughs> well, just his liver. Blood, 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 um. <laughs> in it, blood. Yeah. So two matches from Takeover got five star matches, which is showed how fucking crazy good that show was. Like, did you see what the highest ranked match on the WrestleMania card was? It was the Rousey match. It was the Rousey match. Four point two five stars. Mm-hmm. Mm, deserved. Well, it was the best match. Mm. Do you know what the Raw Tag Team match got? Shafted. No. It deserved one. more. 
one star. Yeah. <laughs> That's because more. it was terrible. It was fantastic. It I loved it. Shit. I know you hated it, but it was, I loved it. I loved it. Did you see terrible. they put out the uh, unreleased entrance video for Nicholas on Twitter today? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So I only know that I've watched most of it back and John Cohen was the referee there as well. So if you watch it back, you just see him protecting his son is really funny. Anytime <laughs> anyone bounces the ropes, he's over covering Nicholas. And everything. <laughs> Actually, quite. He handed, he handed him the tag rope at one stage as well, I think. Yeah. He did, yeah. <laughs> uh, when someone Braun did the power slam, he you see him looking over and laughing at the kid because you see the kid just going, "Oh my god, everything's shaking," and John's like, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you see even Braun when he hit the ropes, he he was running directly at the middle of the ropes and then he veered off and hit closer to the turnbuckle yeah. and then he came back again just so he wouldn't knock him off the ropes. Um, but I've watched most of it back again because I only watched live two and a half hours worth of it, which I highly recommend to anyone. Do not watch <laughs> the pre-show and then skip the first two and a half hours and then watch it and then go back on stuff when shit stuff happens. It worked charm for me. I managed to see the whole show in the space of three hours. <laughs> But, uh, <laughs> everything I wanted anyway I've watched most of it back now um, I'm more down on it than I was even after the show yikes so, has oh. anyone watched any part of it again or any final nope. closing thoughts on it I still think it was better than a lot of other people seem to think it was but I haven't watched it back so I can't really say that. I'm just going off my gut reaction that night it I has watched. made me not want to watch the main roster that's that where one. I am with it. I think that, it was a terrible mania. Yeah. With some bright spots. When you see how good TakeOver was the night before, and yeah. you go from TakeOver to that. They desperately need to at least move it back to Friday nights. I was literally, you took words out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But as far away as they can from it. Yep. And also that helps means that they can go to NXT and Ring of Honor next year. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, 24 hours between two shows of such different, I wouldn't even say quality, but two different audiences. Tacts, essentially. Yeah, tacts though, insofar yeah. as TakeOver is, we have storylines to highlight the wrestling. Whereas it's the complete inverse on the fucking main roster where it's like, oh, the storyline's all that matters and the match, meh, it, it happens because we have to have wrestling as part of the name. That sums up exactly the, the whole... Wrestling. It sums up exactly how Styles Nakamura went down. Yeah. Because yeah. the wrestling in that was not great. No. Um, no yeah. I still, I still say AJ is injured. It's the, it's, he has to be, because that was the story for so long. Then why keep the belt on him? Just for the heel turn, I suppose, and then Nakamura will attack the injury. The injury is the ankle, isn't it? So they'll attack the ankle. They need heels on SmackDown. Yeah. yeah. We, we said it only two or three weeks ago, how face heavy it is and how they can't make heels this is possibly why they had to leave the belt on AJ so that they could at least build a heel so they have someone to carry if he does have to take some time off maybe even though you even though you have Corbin there who is technically a heel and people want to boo the shit out of him I know he's not he may not exactly be ready but you take the punt on him and yeah and he's got a very well protected finisher too oh yeah. Possibly after great... after Mania, it's the most protected finisher in my eyes. That's true. It's actually the only now, no, because because Lesnar has been what the Reigns kicked out five times of the FI. Yeah. Yeah. And Almas kicked out of a black mass. So mm. well, that's, so, well, yeah. he didn't really kick out. Didn't he get his foot on the rope? Or yeah, so, that's, that's, yeah, so technically, okay. that's yeah, but that's protection. 
Yeah. So they're technically the only two protected finishers I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah. Mm. And the curb stomp, actually. Good to grow. Not the people who kicked out of that. Yeah, have kicked out of have they? Yeah, yeah. I don't um, think anyone kicked out in the 1916. He hasn't used it all that much, the Bloody Sunday. That's only signature, really, nowadays. Yeah, true. I think the, the, the main issue I've had, thank God, Mania, that's causing it the most problems is they're just trying to pack too much stuff on it. That's the main issue. I mean, take over five matches. That's all it was. Yeah. Mania 14. 14 matches. Like, and too long, a lot of them. Way too long. That's it. Like, I mean, if you could cut a lot of those matches, it would make the show absolutely completely different. Like, Because mm-hmm. you could give the other matches a bit more time. Obviously, cut like an hour off the overall thing as well. So not drag it out as long. But that's that's what's killing it a lot. It's just, just too much stuff there. But as we mentioned, we looked at some of the older Manias. A lot of the matches were under 10 minutes. Now, I know we're going over old ground here, but... There's no need for some of those matches to be 20 minutes. There's no need for Alexa and Nia to be... For the storyline, yeah. Nia should have killed her in two minutes. Lesnar Roman was 15-50 or something like that. My God. Steph like nine, Trips match eight, was 20 minutes. minutes. But you see, I think people have just gone that matches should be longer on pay-per-view because they have to stretch matches out on TV now to fill the time. Maybe that's the difference in the old expectation now. Yeah. But you also have to look at Okada and Omega going an hour... Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you're Didn't setting that like expectation. It. Exactly. Yeah. Didn't feel like it. I felt every one of those 15 minutes in the main event. Yep. I didn't feel any of that 60 minutes in the main event, in the Okada Omega one. Yeah, I know. Uh, those 15 minutes were hard. Like, I was trying to count yeah. all the beach balls. <laughs> <laughs> but that's another point I wanted to bring up uh, about this mania. We didn't spend enough time on it. I think that just how embarrassing that main event, the reaction to it is. So That's you were watching on year. you were watching on TV. Tell me how that came across for you, and and what your takeaways from the crowd were. Party they, atmosphere. I said. Me and Gordo said we we drank the most that match because <laughs> it was just great. Because, everyone was going crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it was all a case of zero reaction to the match, and more just that it was a party atmosphere of we we're at WrestleMania. It there was no interest in the match, and it's a, it's a great shame because. Um, and it, this isn't the crowd's fault. Okay? Nobody cared. Nobody at home cared either. So it wasn't just a load of rogue, filthy marks in the crowd that decided to turn on the match. Nobody at home wanted the match either. Maybe the little kids that love Roman, maybe. Which is a huge part of their audience. And you have to factor that in. We're just fucking four hairy dudes in their 30s talking about <laughs> it. We have to remember that, you know, Roman is the kid superhero type thing. But like, it's a, I think it's an embarrassing way to end the year, we'll say. But if there was... Like, would that match have got the same reaction if it opened the show, say, where the triple threat was? No, it would have got a great... Well... I still don't think people would have been invested, though. But I think a lot of people have been like, yes, we're getting this out of the way early. Nakamura and Styles is the main event. (laughs) I think it would be a different reaction. If you had it buried in the middle of the card, I think you'd get the same reaction. So then the flip side of that is if you had Styles Nakamura main eventing, what would the crowd reaction have been like for that? Depends on if it's the same match they gave us or not. Yeah, if it was same reaction or worse, is there a, something to be said for Styles and Nakamura having to hold something back so they didn't kill the crowd? Mm. Potentially, are we, yeah. Are we maybe that's really what it is? Because I think the cruiserweight match they were told they couldn't do certain things because that wasn't a cruiserweight match. You've seen um, Mustafa and Cedric have a much better match on fucking two or five. On mm. the flip side, of... they were told to keep things too Simple. don't go crazy, don't don't blow the crowd out. It's possible, and it was still probably the best match of the night from a wrestling point of view. Probably. 
That's a very sad state of affairs. But for wrestling, wrestling, as in the entertainment, the Ronda match by a country mile. Oh, yeah. It was, just, it was pure old school stuff. It was great. But um, yeah. I think a lot of stuff was held back. I know I didn't say this before, but I think maybe they were just so the crowd wasn't pooped for the main event. And then the. <laughs> but if you look back, I remember I sent you the message in the group chat about the first F5. Nobody cared. What they didn't even oh. react to it. There was no like, oh my god, he kicked out, or a few people going, Way, there was literally nothing. One, two, no. kick out. Crowd didn't even notice. We it were not watching. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. That was the story for the year. That's like what chance what chance did you hear coming through from the main event? There was quite a lot. This is awful and uh, uh, I think we want beach ball was one as well, wasn't there? Something like that. But this is awful is the one that really came through and you yeah. could tell they dropped the mics in the middle of it, but it got louder so they couldn't do much about it. Uh, I think there was you both suck chant. There was a CM Punk chant. There was Beach Ball Mania chant. Uh, Rusev uh, Day. I heard a very small Rusev Day. There chant. was a Rusev Day chant. There was a Nicholas chant. I heard the Nicholas one that came yeah. through. That was the start of it. Yeah. If um, I remember. And there was another one. There was some booze then when the security guards started taking the beach balls. Yeah. Uh, which coincided, I think, with Roman getting a bit of offense. So it actually <laughs> probably came across quite well. And then there was a few more cheers when we got more beach balls, which ironically was when Lesnar was starting to get offense in again. And he turned around as if to say, yeah, thank you. And like no one was watching him. <laughs> <laughs> that was something I said to you. It's like the re- Lesnar's like, oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, the beach ball. That's what they're cheering on. The <laughs> beach exactly. ball. That's not the match. I, I assume the argument backstage with Vince and Brock was over the reaction of the crowd yeah it's the only thing that makes sense to me because lesnar he's not a he's not a stupid man like he's fucking made so the only reason that he would be upset is if his integrity was being questioned based on the poor booking or the poor match itself so if he thought that he was being let down by the company rather than him letting someone else down does that make sense i guess so it's it's it, it it makes sense but it doesn't at the same time you know yeah it makes sense in the logical world of WWE. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That's a lot of main events in a row that have just been shit on. You know, yeah. it just it just highlights how poor their booking has been and how poor their long term booking. Like we we said it so many times in this podcast is that we have known or at least we thought we'd known for a long time that this was going to be the main event of WrestleMania, and we all had accepted it to a large degree up. Excluding myself, like, yeah, because you were very much denying it right up until it. No, you were, you were, but to be fair, you were hoping for an audible. You had an audible for with Braun, wasn't it? Exactly. Like I was trying to save it. It wasn't the case that I didn't like it, and you're, just for the sake of not liking it, I, I was not liking it because it wasn't the right thing to do, and I was trying to fix it. So I was trying to do it from a constructive point of view. But even with the fact, okay, when they had their hearts set and when the swerve wasn't coming, I said right you've got a few weeks left to try and make this interesting and make it relevant for us. And they still went down the wrong route of trying to do it. They tried to get Reigns to turn face with one decent promo. And the crowd were like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, Vince's boy. Oh, there, no. Um, yeah, Nikki, Nikki said it best. That the one we discussed it beforehand. It was like, he had me the first week. I was invested in Roman and then gone. Three yeah. weeks of the same promo again. I don't care. Nope. 10 points to Nikki for that one. That was that was bang on. But um, 
it was two guys in the end that nobody want that nobody cared. Did I think we all like, we all wanted Roman to win just to get the title off of Brock more than anything else. Not that we he wanted, wanted him to win. Roman to win. Yeah, fair. You wanted Brock, right? I still don't know why, but I know. But <laughs> each to their own, though. Like, but either way, you would have preferred literally anybody else to win that match. Like that match was perfect for Strowman to come in yep. and win the belt. Win the belt. Lads, if the Miz was in it, I would have liked to have seen Miz win the world title. <laughs> oh. That's how much I didn't want. But like, it, the, the, my biggest problem with the whole Braun not being there was the fact that they realized how much of a star Braun was because they did that whole angle with Nick pulled. That's what they did. Exactly. Like, they could have had the bar up against the tag team and actually had a real good tag team match. That everyone would have loved and that I would have been happy with. And they could have had the fucking match that everyone should have seen as the main event Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. And finally pull the trigger and Braun wins the, the title to send everyone home happy. That crowd reaction would have been unbelievable for that main event. Which is why I think you do it now. They knew a year ago, they knew this week a year ago what the main event was for this one. Yeah. You turn Brock a Roman heel, you lean into the booze. And you have Brian facing that mania next year for the title. Be hot as all hell. Why do they need to do that? Why are they looking at Mania's next year already? Because that's you, you, you. That's what they they always do. It they sit around the pool and they go, "Here's where we're going. Let's work back the way." That's the way Vince has always done it. Yeah, but, but lately it's, it's not, been a little week to week. You can't do that in 2018. Things change too frequently. Yeah, Opinions change too frequently. But you control that. You can you change things. You they do. try to control that. You can. You can do 2018, it. Twenty eighteen. Twitter. You can't control that. I think you can. The match we just watched last this weekend proved that you can't. I'm telling you, you can. You can always work these things around. They I, they they decide everything that happens. Bear in mind now, you're giving a lot of credit to the creative team at WWE. I probably am. And by the way, on that. 24 episode last night did you see the amount of people in that production meeting oh, yeah. that shocked me I, yeah. I'm sure at some point I knew that many people were involved but that was shocking there was two yeah. rooms two rooms full of people yeah and it's I plan on watching this tonight so. enjoy oh, my, it actually is a good documentary to be fair but um, it is but yeah there's a lot of stuff left out that's crazy exactly. <laughs> what's the deal with X? 24 is a good one. <laughs> 24 are always good yeah, yeah always but going back to my point it's like you don't need to have a set in stone plan for WrestleMania next year already. You could map out three journeys and say, right, ideally we want A to work, but if A isn't going the way we want it, we've got B in the pipeline or we've got C in the pipeline. All you need to do is just plant seeds right now. See how crowd react, see what the sort of uptake on them is. And then you can go from there. Like, look at Wrestle Kingdom's booking. Look at Ring of Honor's booking. They don't get it wrong. You can have, you can change people's mind. I'm telling you, they, they used to do it all the time. You can have Roman cheered in the main event next round. You can do it. They will well, do it know. if they want. If they wanted to really, really, really get everyone involved and the people that are booing him are not everyone. They're, you know, all the kids love Roman, whatever. Okay. You could have Roman do really, really, really facey stuff. Like go in in the middle of Jinder versus fucking Orton <laughs> and just sit down and read a book. <laughs> you can have things, you know, obviously you don't do something that stupid, but you have ways. No, no, do, please do that. <laughs> Amazing. I'd watch Roman just sit down and watch the network <laughs> rather than that. <laughs> you, do, you have ways to coerce people. And if it's not working, you turn. 
And that's why Roman has never worked because it hasn't worked and they didn't lean into it. That's what I mean. I don't trust them to be able to do that. If you t- you I, could maybe it won't be long enough now, but you could turn Roman next week. We'll say do something really shitty, and then you go right. He's a heel now, and you could oh, turn tur- him turning him heel is easy. He's already heel. Yeah, but you could turn him back again, and that's when the Ooh. best reactions come when somebody turns back, and that's the way they if, always do it. That's why they want to turn Bailey. That's <laughs> so they can turn her back. That's what they did all the time. If you look at the last month and a half with Roman and Brock, last six weeks or so before Mania, where he was doing the whole he's a part timer and stuff. I think if you had done that on the back of Roman having a heel run this year, that would have been the best. That's the best way to turn him face and get cheered. Yeah. But the fact that they've blown this opportunity at it, I don't see that opportunity coming again. Yeah, I, I think. think they, I think ever. Go on. No, I was going to say. I think this was their shot. I think this was their. This was their one moment where they could have done it, and I don't. I just don't see anything else at that magnitude that would actually work coming up again i could be wrong but i think a heel run coming into him then flipping back saying well at least i'm here and pushing the whole thing of how lesnar is a part-timer while having him do slightly facey stuff that was that was the moment and it's like they're blown they're they're blown the fucking chance yeah it's not turn needs to turn face and roman needs to turn heel and just go with it yeah i do know that I know yeah. that, you know that, Gordon knows that, Nikki knows that, but they just are incapable of doing this. It's the bubble. The bubble is back. The bubble mm-hmm. is still there. I still think next year your Mania main event is going to be Charlotte versus Ronda. Yeah, it probably will be. Yeah. I think that's one of the reasons. I know, fair enough, protect uh, to at least leave Carmella cash in to give uh, to give Charlotte be the one breaking the streak over Carmella, but I do think a big factor in it is next year they can play out the fact that Charlotte was the one that broke the streak and that they were using that to essentially vault her up to a new level above anything else they have mm-hmm. to match with where they think Rosie's trajectory is going to be by Mania yeah. next and year. And you have the built-in Ronda has the most title defences in UFC history or female UFC history and all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, and Charlotte probably has <laughs> the most women's title defences in WWE history at this rate. So, I think this year is their best shot because you've got a household name there. Yep. You know, yeah. Ronda Rousey is a very, very big deal. If when you think about it, this year, the two best matches on the show, one of them was an all women's match, and the other was featuring was half women. Yeah, like they're already well, at the top of the, already top of the, okay. and the story quarter, was quarter the women, women in that match. And, you know, <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah, yeah bollocks. Just, just <laughs> no, I'd agree completely, Nikki. That's that's bang on point. So it it's primed and ready. I think that's where they're going. I think that and, might be. This is they, them now, as you're saying, they don't do that, but they have. This is it. This is your well, main event for next year. I'm not, to be honest, I, I don't mind that at all because it, it writes itself. And to be fair, I don't really see how they can fuck that up. Like, I, oh, I, they will. Well, well, they'll I, find I, a way. Charlotte <laughs> will lose to Natty the week before, maybe. <laughs> Gets pinned on the go-home show. Tap out. She will tap out before. Champ <laughs> always has to lose the week before. Uh, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I can see how they could fuck it up. I just don't think they will. And the fact that they're all about, you know, pushing women's matches to the top of the card as well, um, whether they're deserving or not, is irrelevant. But this one would be deserving of the main event of the biggest show. They get a Triple H project. Say, this is your build for a year. Yeah. 100%, because Charlotte and Sasha main evented a couple of bits. Was it just one or did they do two? Hell in a Cell? Yeah. 
Yep. And that was a big fight feel. They did that very well. I remember the cage coming down going, oh shit, this is going to be crazy. Mm. So it can be done. It can. And I think, uh, yeah, anything to avoid another main event where nobody cares who wins essentially at the end and they're just booing and throwing bait I would around. only be worried in relation to that feud that neither of them are particularly strong on the mic. You got the niche. He's going to be back. If, if um, Nate is okay. What yeah, about Big Paulie Heyman? I yeah. dissed it before when you suggested it, but I think it needs to happen now. I think if Nate is good and healthy, and hopefully he is, you have Nate and Paul Heyman doing the promos the whole way up for the last two months of this. Oh my God. Uh, but the flip side of that is then you've got two men promoting the biggest women's match in history. But I mean... How many times have you had two women managers and two big men's matches? And you know, I have no problem with it. Of course, like no, I, I don't give a fuck if you're a man or a woman. But you know how the fucking PC brigade go on on Twitter about this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah but fuck them. Seriously, <laughs> some, there needs to be a culling of the human race. It's some of those people. I <laughs> endure. They all be taken into, on a bus and shown the sea, and the opportunity for them to get in it should be presented. Get in this. <laughs> You and would all these people, you know, be from um, Eastern European countries and have Lusky at the end of their names? I don't get that one. What do you mean? He's trying to make you racist. Oh, no, I'm on about PC people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you, if I was in charge now, I'd yes, have a good you want to call it a human race. That's never I been tried before. I would have a team of people. <laughs> I would have a Seriously, okay, we could do a lot of these people. I'd have a team of people scour social media, look up the word offended, see who's there, and see what they're offended by. If it doesn't count, you need to explain it to me, or you go on the sea. <laughs> so what you're saying is you're you're not as bad as Hitler because you're giving people a chance to explain themselves. You're giving them people a chance. And he's, want, he's only wanting to cleanse the world of people who are probably negative anyway. So yeah, they're, they're, not adding, all, they're not adding anything to the world. All they do is complain and bitch and moan. <laughs> Hashtag power of positivity. Yeah. <laughs> we positivity. Except okay, for HIV. Well, I know how some of them are able to get leaves the house in the morning. Like certain colours offend them. Oh, those leaves were a different colour yesterday. Why are they that colour today? Hashtag. Type, type, type. Hashtag fuck you, Autumn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he caught Autumn. Oh, Jesus. Oh, ah, we always end up on random topics, don't we, lads? We do. We do. Anything else that isn't involved, we can go talk about not wrestling. I mean, it's only half eight. Did you see the match <laughs> between Real? Ever finished up? <laughs> Did you see the match between Real Madrid and Barcelona? <laughs> Coach definitely. Coach definitely. was all about the match. The one from like three months ago. Yeah, he was saving that nugget up for a day. <laughs> he was like, oh, "I can't wait to unleash this one on Cole, the bastard." It's like there was a Manchester derby and a Merseyside derby at the weekend. You could use either of them. Yeah. <laughs> Very newsworthy Manchester Derby as well. It was right there for him, but no. Yeah, don't know. Yeah. Barcelona, Real Madrid. Anything else? I have some Irish stuff. Go for it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is this section then, Nicky? This is called the Irish Wrestling Roundup. Um, hey. Hey, uh, literally all I have. Uh, OTD Contenders 8 is on this weekend. On Sunday uh, at the Ringside Club in the National Stadium, the main draw for this is they're doing a, the NW NLW title tournament. 
Uh, the four matches, uh, the four quarterfinal matches in the tournament are Terry Thatcher versus Eddie Stone, Doug Williams versus Michael May in a rematch, which I don't see Doug progressing in because I don't think he's going to be around too much. Um, <laughs> Nathan Martin versus Curtis Murray, which should be great. And Scotty Davis versus Chris Ridgeway, which should be fantastic. Um, I'm not sure if the semifinals are on as well on Sunday, but uh, if not, they're probably on the next show. And uh, the other two matches announced besides that are Club Tropicana versus the Anti Fun Police, which should be <sighs> fucking hilarious. Is that that's no the people I've brought now. on the bus? <laughs> they're the what? people I brought on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then. The gender-neutral title is on the line when LJ Cleary defends against El Ligero. El Ligero. <laughs> but yeah, so it looks like a big show. Uh, I still, I, I'm hoping to have my Contender Seven review up tomorrow, as is tradition today before a Contender <laughs> Show. Um, uh, but we'll see. Hopefully, I'll get it up. Uh, there's also, if you don't know if you saw, there's been a little uh, Twitter back and forth between LJ Cleary and uh, one. Um, other Jimmy. what a Jimmy dream. Oh no way. <laughs> <laughs> yep. They're teasing it. One one has a wig and one has no chin. <laughs> because the gender neutral title and the intergender champion, you know? Ah, I think this way. might be the first time we get Steve to Tivoli. <laughs> oh, if that happens, I'm in. If Jimmy Dream is there, I'm there. <laughs> will, will, will you queue for five hours? No, fuck that. I'll sit at the back. I'm not queuing anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, right, our new seats are at the back anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much all I really have coming up. Um, there's also a show called The Wrestling on tomorrow in Oma. <laughs> so are you going to the wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's what they done it. That's exactly that's what they've done it. Yeah. This used to be best wrestling. Uh, they basically they're very comedy orientated because they had like kids with their title and everything before. But uh, yeah, what show? Familiar. What credible show would do that? But yeah, this is a re- <laughs> relaunching of the company because they closed last year and now they're relaunching as the wrestling. It's on tomorrow at Irish for- National Foresters Hall in Oma, County Tyrone. Nine. I say tomorrow when this airs, it's probably soon. Get there now. <laughs> run, 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 run. No, to be fair, I might have this up tonight. We'll see. I'm, yeah, it depends. I might have it done. I'm in the I middle of in Rise of the Tomb Raider mm. at the moment. Uh, I'm really enjoying it, so I might do that. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, but that's that's all I have now this week for the Irish Wrestling Roundup. Very good. Um, I'm doing a quick look while you were speaking there about to see if there's any news. There's nothing happening, lads. Uh, I think we've overlooked actually one major topic. Oh yeah, Scott's diner and TNA. What are they at? Um, surprisingly, no. Uh, oh, I wasn't. Wow. I wasn't going there because it doesn't <laughs> upset me as much as it upsets you greatly. By the Who hires sense. this man anymore? But carry on. Um, being the elite. Yes. yes. That was a, a traumatic episode during the week. Number episode number one hundred, titled the finale. finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have seen the breakup of the elite. It is awful sad. Twenty-five minute episode. So fair play to to the lads for getting that out so quickly after uh, New Orleans. That was impressive. Uh, so Ring of Honor ended uh, at the weekend after the Young Bucks super kicked Kenny Omega 
to allow Cody pick up the win in the leadership battle. Is this the end of the Bullet Club, guys? People seem to think it's the last episode, which it won't be. Like it's, but it was title finale. That you know, we're being literal. This season, we'll have season two starting in a couple of weeks. Just on a break, front and back. (laughs) I'm trying to find my favorite bit from it here. Can I put it into the microphone? So I don't know. Like what? It's weird though because everyone's turned on everyone. I like the part where they teased that Marty got a call from NXT, like like McIntyre <laughs> last year. It's like he won off me how much, and I, and I have to leave right now. <laughs> that was a great little spot. Yeah, it was good. And uh, uh, Flip, Flip Gordon and uh, uh, Cody Rhodes misses as well. Brandy, that's quite cool. Yeah, uh, I do have some slight breaking news. Okay, uh, <laughs> they've announced some uh, matches and stuff for the uh, UK Championship Tournament. Ooh, oh, tickets went on sale today. Tickets went on sale today. Um, they've announced that on the on June nineteenth, the second day, there's going to be three NXT title matches. There's Ooh. going to be a North American title match. There's going to be a NXT tag title match, and there's going to be a women's championship match on the June nineteenth episode uh, show, and on the June eighteenth show. We are getting the Undisputed Era versus British Strong Style. Uh, oh my uh, god. There's, there's only so much erection I can get. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are that's tickets this, still for sale? I believe they are. And this is also a couple of days before TakeOver Chicago. Oh no, it's before. TakeOver Chicago was a couple of days before it. It's that, that week. It's later that week. So it'll be the fallout of TakeOver Chicago. Take, take over Chicago. I don't know what Cody Rhodes thinks of that. <laughs> got a big old hog. He likes to party. Let's do it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm really looking up. Uh, up tickets here literally doing the same (laughs) but uh, another thing now that actually I don't know if anyone saw because it wasn't properly announced but at the WWE house show in Dublin there's going to be a WWE United Kingdom championship match Jordan Devlin versus Pete Dunn can't see a title switch but that'd be a great great match because we never got that match in OTD nope and it's Pete Freaking done. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that one. Are we going to that show? Are we? <laughs> I don't know. Let's see what t- how much tickets are. Yeah, they're too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's there's some good stuff coming up. Like there is. Apart from WrestleMania, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. <laughs> Way. <laughs> I think yeah, we'll probably leave it there. So, um, as usual. Check us out um, at 2-Bit Wrestling on Twitter, uh, 2BitSports.com. Find us on YouTube at 2-Bit Sports as well. Just look us up. And uh, Facebook.com forward slash 2-Bit Sports. You find your legit wrestling podcast. Because you're listening to it, I imagine you can know you know where to find it. So SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, YouTube, possibly. Who knows? But uh, that's probably it, boys. Uh, favorite match of the whole week, Gordo? Bloody... 
Gotta go with the ladder match from TakeOver. Steve? Ladder match? Nick? It's a toss-up between the ladder match and the main event of that show, but I think I'm going to tip the ladder match as well. Yep, I'm going to tip the ladder myself too. Oh, Even the dog. The dog's all the dog. <laughs> Yep. But yeah, uh, we'll call it a day. So uh, say, say goodbye, boys. No. Take away, toys. Uh, 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 Adios. Get Lisa to shout Naito. Shout Naito, honey. Naito! Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>